A nigga could leave the league. But if I leave, if I leave, the fans still gonna love me, man. That is the question. What's up, y'all? Back for another episode. Football season's back. I'm very excited about it. Um, we're gonna be talking about some uh week one picks. Um, see if I can get Andy on. He's the sharp, he's the uh my personal expert. Uh, when it comes to these things, I just kind of be reading it, but uh, we like doing that last year and we're thinking about bringing that back. But what we just heard was from one of my favorite songs by Wale, and I know he got that from a movie. I forget which movie. I'm sorry. I guess I'm not black. But um, this is what Tom Brady is dealing with right now. Tom Brady is being pulled in multiple directions. His wife is obviously pretty upset that he's decided to continue playing football um, well after he said he would stop playing football. And apparently uh, she's starting to um, really, really, really feel a way about that. Well, you know what? I didn't think I'd go here, but I am, you know, that's a point for Savannah. It's a point for Savannah. Yeah. Giselle, mm, but they're also in two different situation so you know i guess you can kind of understand why savannah's uh a bit more understanding about things a lot of things but yeah that, that this isn't about them this isn't about them giselle wanting tom to retire i can make the strong case that that's her not loving him now, yeah, obviously, there's the common mainstream narrative like, oh, well, Tom's done all this and he's missing out on all the kids lives and yada, yada. And she's had to sacrifice so much so that she could raise the family and the da, 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 bullshit. Like, first of all, first of all, if you think that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen don't have fucking maids, nannies, chefs and all the like the whole nine, you are in, you're an idiot. Also, another one of the kids, I believe, lives in, like, wherever the fuck, somewhere else. Um, but that kid is 15, starting to play football, and it's his freshman year, I think they've been saying. But Tom's in a tough spot. I'm going to talk about both perspectives right now. I'm going to try to be open-minded and speak on both perspectives. So let's go ahead and start off with Giselle's side. So obviously, she wants Tom to be there for the family uh, immediately. Uh, he's been living his football dreams for damn near my whole life. I'm 28, guys. Like, this nigga's been a thorn in my side, and then I've been a fan of him. Then he's been a thorn in my side again. Then I've been a fan of him again. I've gone through four different cycles of Tom Brady, and this nigga just won't give it up. And I, I'm glad. I don't want him to give it up. I mean, just, just not this. He is unquestioned the greatest quarterback of all time gotta love it but Giselle obviously she thinks that you know he's being selfish at this point and she's not thinking about the bigger picture and you know what oh my fault I'm supposed to not be biased right now so her side family uh also obviously his health Tom is 45 fucking years old and this man is still out here playing football respectfully like y'all already know how I feel about that guy but when we see another, when we see a dude that's eight years older than you playing quarterback, not as athletic or as mobile, I kind of don't really give a fuck about what you're doing over there. Like, I really don't. And I, and I would be saying the same thing if it was Kobe. I would. 
like, oh yeah, you yeah, okay, yeah, you you doing great. The game's changed a lot. Like, you know, like all the stats are inflated, like ridiculous. Like Luka Doncic has been averaging like thirty points a game his whole NBA career. But oh okay, whatever. Oh yeah, year ninety six. Oh, look at what he did. But this nigga is having to fight off the likes of Aaron Donald, Jadavion Clowney, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa. Like, like this, he's doing some, and he's not the most athletic nigga on the field. You can strongly make the case. Tom Brady has never been the most athletic nigga on the field. Ever in his life. In 21 years in the NFL, four or five years of college, four years of high school, peewee, pop warner, all that shit. He has probably never been the most athletic player on the field. And this man is 45 years old still. Oh, my phone's still supposed to be on. Giselle, so. <clears throat> and then also, obviously, uh, she's, so I said family, health, and then there's the time. Uh, so he's committing a lot of time to football because, I mean, you have to assume that you're committing a whole lot of time to your craft and you're as great as Tom Brady is. And you have a certain standard that you want to uphold. And uh, I guess she's uh, getting kind of fed up with it. And, you know. I can somewhat understand that. I can somewhat understand that. Now, let's get to Tom Brady's side, <clears throat> the real side. Football is clearly Tom Brady's purpose in life. He set out a goal, multiple goals, and he's achieved them all. Now, I will say, like, nigga, you have beat the entire game. There's no more Pokemon to catch, no more gym badges. There's, you got all the achievements. You, you've done it all. You've literally done it all. But he's still out there for another reason that chip on his shoulder there's a difference between being the best at something and then being the greatest at something you can just be naturally god-given and talented and have success in certain fields or certain things but there's some people that dedicate their entire lives to being great at something it's two different mindsets two different goals you can be an all-time great without setting the goal of being the best there's a different like trying to think uh, let me see no uh, no that's not gonna be a good that's not gonna be good but just I, I higher iq people you understand what i'm saying lower iq people well appreciate you listening to the podcast uh and then also this is tom's identity a lot of guys struggle with this even at they don't even make it to the nfl or as deep as nfl runs as tom brady has but when you've committed your life to something for so long and a lot of athletes deal with this when you've committed your life to something for so long and now that thing's gone, you kind of lose your identity, your purpose, your self-worth for in, in some cases. And it can lead to terrible spirals, terrible, terrible spirals for guys. Uh, now, I don't believe that will be the case with Tom Brady. But at the same time, this is all he knows. This is everything. This man is manic about this shit. Now... I believe... That as a man, the head of your household, this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy, but it's also easier for me to say because I don't have a family. But I think your purpose comes before your family. Now, obviously, like you're not gonna. No, I gotta play this football game instead of fucking saving my kid's life. Or like, yeah, if we're gonna play the extreme game, like, yeah, obviously, obviously, he loves his family. I'm not saying he doesn't, but his purpose, which is being the greatest quarterback of all time benefits his family in so many ways like I, like I think it's pretty obvious how him being the greatest quarterback of all time benefits his family like his kids like oh, his kid I've said this before his kids would love to have dad at home oh yeah we want dad at home but like 
what if they really don't what if they cool with the relationship the dynamic that they have like i ain't never heard anybody i really hate going back and forth to this but we we ain't never complained about like oh lebron's not there for Bronny and bryce and zuri lebron's always playing he's on the road half the year yeah like we don't hear any of those things so how is this why is this different why why is this why 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 are these narratives being spoke about for tom brady because like we all understand how Nike and all the things that come with what LeBron is doing in basketball benefit the family. His sons are fucking millionaires and they're teenagers. That's because of him. But it's a problem when Tom Brady wants to continue. Okay, whatever. Um, but obviously the family benefits. Now, she, Giselle's obviously upset that he's, you know, continuing his career. But and and she says that she's uh like I guess they had a deal handshake agreement whatever the fuck that he was gonna retire at like forty two or some shit and he's decided to continue I think it might have even been forty but he's decided to continue playing so in her mind he's not supporting her like you know like we had an agreement I was doing this I made these sacrifices so you could continue yada 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 but I would make the same argument like I said a, a second ago like if you love him. And you know he loves this. You not allowing him to do this is you not loving him. Now women ain't ready for that. They don't want to. They don't want to hear that logic. They don't care about that logic. I'm gonna say it again. If you love doing something, and the person that loves you doesn't want you to do something, that's them not loving you. And obviously, like, I'm talking about something productive. Obviously, if somebody's doing something that's not productive for themselves and it's like it's a it's a harm to them and the family, like, OK, cool. And you can make the argument that football is a harm because he could get injured. But, I mean, he's been pretty solid for 20 some years. He tore his ACL in 07. But other than that, he was good. Um, the thing in t- Giselle is actually making this much worse. She's actually making this much worse. The rumor is that, like, she left the house. And like they're like not living together right now. And he also had a some podcast he was on a couple of days ago uh, when he was talking about all the people in his life that are important to him and all this stuff. And he named his kids, his parents, but he he never mentioned Giselle. So interesting. Don't know what's going on there. I'm telling you, if if they were to get divorced, that would be, first of all, the dumbest thing Giselle could ever do. But second, Tom might play another 10 fucking years selfishly as a football fan i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that at all i like it's just getting so fucking crazy right now hey fuck it dude hey go ahead hey cool i mean spencer's cousin kyle trask is uh he was drafted to be you know the backup quarterback and eventually the uh next starter for the Tampa bay buccaneers and that was like two three years ago i think of tom brady's just out here still just fucking being crazy um but if he caves and gives giselle what he wants and stops playing that relationship is essentially over. It's essentially over. The reason why, first of all, the reason why she's with him is because he's him. If he was a third string journeyman clipboard holder, she would not have given Tom Brady the time of day. The reason why she millionaire model, world's most attractive woman, or whatever the fuck her accolades were back when she was being a model. She's not settling down with the third string journeyman clip holder. She won't even recognize it. She gives him no time of day. But this nigga had three championships to his name when they met. 
I think it, I think they met in 07 or 08, or if they started dating 07 or 08, and that's around the time where he had like like they had the undefeated season, like threw fifty some touchdowns, and had Randy Moss and all that. Like, oh, coincidence? You know? Like oh, women love saying this bullshit. No, just be you. Like I just love you for you and all that. Yeah, yeah, you love me for me after I become like him. Like you don't love no nigga for them. <laughs> like the biggest crock of shit. Like, don't believe what women say. Watch what women do. Um, but if he caves, yeah, this relationship is over because Giselle, like. The man always has to be in the position of leadership. If he caves to her, then that's him demonstrating that she has control. Women don't like being in control. As much as they say they want a partnership and all this bullshit, they don't like being in control. They like following. They like being led. But they also want the right guy doing it. They're not just going to do it for any guy, which, you know, I guess you can understand that from a woman's point of view. I guess you can. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. But once you are that guy, and once you've secured that guy, locked down that guy, who the fuck are you to think you dictate anything? Because if Tom, if Tom caves and he's like, you know what, you're right, all right, fine, I'll do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. One well, Giselle's mind, she's like, well, shit. If that's the case, like, what? I, I could have, I could have got you like three, four years ago. I've been wanting you to retire. I've been wanting you at home. So like, I, it's going to it will cause issues going forward once you cave on one thing it, it's a wrap I, i'm i'm dead ass you cannot you cannot cave you cannot relinquish anything to them you cannot you cannot they she wants him because he's him tom is tom i believe he had a quote i forget what it was uh I mean, it's not like it's unique to him but uh um what was it? If you're explaining, you're losing some shit like that. I'm like, oh, this nigga's a goat. This nigga, like, hey man, Tom. I fuck, I fuck with Tom Brady. I fuck with Tom Brady, which is something I never thought I would say. But you know, I've obviously turned the corner on Tom Brady uh, over over Tom, over Tom. Now, I want to end with this. <clears throat> I don't want to be too long. I want to end with this. So last week, UTSA opened up their season. Well, hell, college football opened up, you know, pretty much everywhere. And they opened their season against Houston. Um, unfortunately, we were not able to get the win. Uh, that that hurt. That hurt. Um, but I guess it's just something about U of H and UTSA. Like, we just, we never win at home. We always win at the other's home field. Because that's, that's, it's two and one. They have the two, but they beat us in 2013 at the Alamo Dome. They had a great showing of U of H fans. We beat them at their home opener, or my fault, their stadium opener, their grand opening of their brand new stadium. Whooped their ass on ESPN. And then um, they came and beat us uh, a couple of days ago. That hurt. But before the game, I saw a video uh, that I saw like a little highlight video, like hyping up the season and everything, like showing some of last year's highlights. And I was just like, yo, this is the first time that I like recognized and like it, I was conscious. Like I knew I said this before. I knew, but I didn't understand. I knew we won conference, but it never registered to me like what that really meant, like what that achievement really was. And I mean, for me personally, in the grand scheme of things, it don't mean shit to me. Like nobody gives a fuck about now, and, and I, I don't want to diminish what these guys have accomplished. Like obviously, it means things to them. But this is just me personally, and um, if it's not the pinnacle, if it's not the top, if it's not the greatest, it doesn't matter. 
Like I never cared about a district championship in high school. We just assumed that we were going 16 and 0 and going to state. Uh, like it was written, it was foretold. Like you know, the battle has been won. Uh, we just had to show up. Uh, we couldn't have been more wrong. Um, when I was in college, we were in three different college, uh, conferences. We were pretty close to winning the conference championship in 2013. I think we ended up missing out by one game to La Tech. Um, but and, and how we had won that, yeah, that would have been cool in the moment. I went and hype and everything. But at the end of the day, ain't nobody give a fuck about Conference USA or fucking whack or whatever the fuck. Like it, it's it's something like district championship, conference championships, like NFL division championships, NBA division championship, conference championships. Like I, my mindset, my mind has been warped. Also with college too. Like yeah, I could have I had uh, offered to go to fucking Mary Harden Baylor. Uh, I could have went to Midwestern State. Uh, there was somebody else, I think some school in Louisiana, but I told myself, like, why the fuck? Why the fuck would I want to play football in college and it not be at the highest level? You've got me fucked up. I'm not going through all of that bullshit for some D3 or D2 bullshit. And hey, that that's me. That's me. That's my mindset. I'm going to get into that here in a second. Uh, and if I went to Mary Hunt Baylor, I probably had three, four championships on my fingers right now. You know what? None of them mean a fucking thing. Oh, you got a D3 national championship. Cool. The fuck? Like, who who, who gives a fuck? I, I'm sorry. That's just me. And this is why I believe this is me. Kobe Bryant ruined my life. Kobe Bryant ruined my life. Watching Kobe throughout his career... It it made being the best the only thing that matters. And as a matter of fact, Kobe said it like this. I want to be the best. I want to be the best, simple and plain. But to be the best, you have to win. That's why I play the game. And that's what drives me. I want to be the best. I want to be the best, simple and plain. That's why I play the game. And to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. That's what I was talking about earlier with the whole best first greatest thing. Like some people just, some people are great. Some people have different, are just able to achieve a lot of things throughout their career. And obviously because of those things, you're great. Some people only, they don't give a fuck about the act like, fuck a, a rookie of the year, player of the week, uh, MVP, uh, fuck all that shit. Defensive player of the year in the NBA, uh, offensive player of the year in NFL, like just best quarterback, best receiver. Don't give a fuck. Those are byproducts to what I am trying to do. And what I am trying to do, there's no accolade for it. The only somewhat accolade for it is a championship. That's the only real accolade. The actual championship. Not no conference, not no division, none of that shit. An actual championship. And even then, that's not even a true um that's not a true measure of being the best. Like when you want to be the best at something, it's in all aspects of that craft, which is why the New England Patriots were they 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 were they were they were sick for so that's the quote unquote patriot way. But with that mindset, so you gotta understand why you're doing something. If you know why you're doing something, if it's just to like, you know, have fun or you know, just to do it and see where see where it goes then all right cool but if you go in with the goal of being the best there's only one measure for that in sports championships that's it the actual championship nothing else matters 
So when Kobe said, and this was like, I think 2010, 2011, maybe 2012, uh, if you don't win a championship, it's a wasted season. And like a lot of my friends at that time and probably still today, they still don't agree with that. Like, oh, well, no, we had a great season. We did X, Y, and Z, and we had this success and that success, and we did all that. Nah, that's not me. That's that's not me. I, I don't. I, I personally don't give a fuck about none of that shit. If it is not the number one, it's useless. If you ain't first, you're last. Nothing else matters. Absolutely nothing else matters. Like, there's been, like, when I've been talking about fantasy these past couple of days, like, I've won a couple of leagues, but I've been second or third in a lot of leagues. Might as well have been 30th. Like, it don't fucking matter. If you're not first, you are last. And that mindset has fucking warped everything. Like, I didn't even, as a fan, as a fan, I didn't even truly acknowledge or appreciate the achievement of conference championship. Like, you tell this school, we... This is our 11th season, and we're sitting at the top of a conference, a, le- a legit mid-major conference. We're sitting at the top. It's, it's fucking crazy when you just look at the progress and the strides, and I couldn't be more proud and happy for my uh, alma mater, but I, I was just so – and, like, we lost the perfect season. That's something I was really invested into. Then we lost the bowl game, something that we still haven't achieved. We still have that left on the table. Never won a bowl game. That really, like, I was really let down about that. So as great as last season was, as again, as a fan, as great as last season was, the only thing I remember and harp on and care about is we didn't go undefeated. We didn't uh, win the bowl game. Perfection. Perfection. Obviously, we wouldn't have had an opportunity to go to the national championship and win a national championship, but you can only, you can only beat the people that are on your schedule. And having the opportunity to have done that to all of them along with the conference championship, that that's something that would have really, really set with me. Um, but, you know, that's just that's just how I think. Like Kobe, Kobe fucking ruined my life, though. Like, I don't I don't care about anything else. If I like and, and it's it's really problematic, it's really problematic because if I'm not the best, like I don't give a fuck about second, third, fourth, fifth, seventy eight, three thousandth. I don't give a fuck. I don't give it's all or nothing. And yeah, that's you can say it's problematic, but you know it's it's hey we swing for the fences. We're either doing it to be the best, or we're just doing it because we have to. So yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Um, me and Andy will try to get back on, but uh, this episode would definitely come out before. And today is the first day of the first game, so I guess I'm going to give y'all this pick. I am rocking with the. Buffalo Bills tonight. Buffalo Bills tonight. Um, now, the Rams do have a great defense on paper. Y'all know I don't give a fuck about Aaron Donald. I do fuck with Jalen Ramsey. Um, but the Bills, I, I just, whenever I look at games, I look at the quarterbacks, I look at the weapons, and then I, I try to compare that against the defense. And... Josh Allen, in my opinion, is clearly the better quarterback. Matthew Stafford had a hell of a season hell of a season and all t- all Madden simulations like he's fucking been ridiculous but I think the chip on the Bill's shoulder especially Josh Allen's shoulder is going to be a lot I think they're initially I had them as my Super Bowl pick and then I since changed to the Browns but now that Deshaun's gonna be out for 11 games I might switch back to the Bills um, my hot take on the Chiefs not making the playoffs still is uh, still out there I want to be wrong on that but I believe the Bills are going to be the hungrier team tonight the Rams are getting their rings. The Rams are going to be celebrating. And I, I think that 
if the Bills are able to get out to an early lead, I think it could be enough. And I have not been paying attention to fucking defensive acquisitions. Y'all know how I feel about defense. Uh, so I don't know if they've added anything. Like, hell, Allen had to tell me the Chargers got Khalil Mack. Uh, I don't know what the defense is looking like for the Rams, but I do remember last year the Bills had a pretty good defense. They did get Von Miller, who wasn't Von Miller with the Rams last year. So, you know, a little bit of a quote-unquote revenge narrative for him. I mean, not necessarily he willingly left for more, more money, but you understand. Uh, I, I I think I'm picking the Bills tonight, and I believe the Bills are even favorited, which tells you a lot. The Bills are favorited to win tonight on the road against the defending Super Bowl champs. Do with that information what you will. All right, then. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. I had, oh, fuck, I forgot what it was. I had a nice new little closing for y'all. Uh, and not the not the old one. I had a, I had a damn it. I got to remember that. I got to remember that. Because we're going to, we're going to opening, closing. We're going to start building upon consistency. Consistency. Consistency!